pretty good topic here, like how to handle a job uh, that you come in to take over once it's in progress. This can be true. Profit Dig sitting here with Luke Filler, Jeff Spencer. Hey man, doing? Doing good. You guys were just talking about earlier, uh, pretty good topic here, like how to handle a job uh, that you come in to take over once it's in progress. This can be tricky. You can. Yeah. And you gentlemen seem to have a roadmap to help our viewers. So. Man, I think Luke is in a position right now where he is uh, coming to this. You know, particular topic, you know, on a couple of different projects, and yeah. you know, it's, it's tricky. You know, what do you do? How do you handle it? <clears throat> well, you're at a disadvantage right off the bat because the contractor that was there before you were, he had a good set of drawings, he gave a bid off of, and he's got progressive payments, you know, as the work he's, he's completed over time. Mm-hmm. Well, he breaches his contract or whatever, you know, they come to disagreements with him and the owner, he's out of the picture. Well now, <clears throat> Luke comes into play. When he Luke come here and finish his job, you know, how are you gonna price it? Well, I don't know exactly what Luke's strategy was or how he went about it, but in my personal opinion, you know, it's like there's only two ways to do this. Either you do a have your surveyor do another topo. The engineers give me a new set of drawings based off of what work's been done. I'll bid that work based off of what is left to do. Mm-hmm. And Luke brought up a good point here in a minute. We'll get to it in just a second. And the other way is, you know, the only fair way to do it is like time materials. You know, because Luke is at a disadvantage. He has no idea what material has been moved and what material likes to be moved. Right. It, it could be import. You know, the original drawings may have showed, you know, like a, a export job, but they may have wasted dirt or took dirt off this job and used it on another job and may have, may have overused that job. And so now it took off more material once you got left, so now it's actually import jobs to the export job. And that's one thing you do in a grading business. You know, like when you got a job in this general area, it's an export job. Well, when you got a job bidding in a decent, you know, proximity, you know, five, six, seven miles away, mm. it might be an import job. Get that material. You get that material. Yeah. You can sell material off this job and buy it on this job. So you can actually, you know, double your money mm-hmm. from one job to the other. You know, like that may be what they've done. You know, they may have overloaded one job from the other and overexerted it, and then Luke doesn't know that. But if he came in and looked at a job and it was, you know, just say a job, you know, is like 70% complete. You know, the, the owner's paid out 70% of his money, what he's got in his budget. Well, all right, Luke, I'll turn over to you now. I mean, talking about the states a while ago, you went and looked at the project and mm-hmm. it was supposed to be primarily the grade, right? Well, yeah, they're supposed to tie down, you know, obviously on the new proposed contour lines, they're supposed to tie down the natural ground. The, uh, the stakes that I saw at the very end stakes was three and a half foot cut at existing yeah. ground, where it's supposed to tie in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, and then also on top of that, you also had, you know, like you said, the amount of material that they've already hauled in that I have no idea how far they are off of mm-hmm. what existing ground was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's really no fair way to do it. Like I said, there's only two ways to do it. That's a new topo, new set of drawings, and you get a bid based off those drawings. 
whether the import or export, you know, it is what it is. Right. <clears throat> if, the, if the owner has overpaid his initial contractor, that's the deal he's got to work out with them. Right. Maybe a lawsuit, you know, whatever it may be. <laughs> but, you know, he's got to get his money back, you mm -hmm. know, to be able to pay someone like Luke to come in and finish the project. And the only other, freight, you know, fair way to do it for both parties is time materials. Because as a contractor, you got your set rates for your equipment, you got your set rates for your men. Mm -hmm. That's covering overhead, that's covering your fringes, that's covering like workman's comp, right. and then a profit, right. profit margin. And the materials are the same. Yeah, materials are the same, yeah. yeah. But you know, and there again, you need to you know have someone, it shouldn't be up to Luke to go out and survey his job mm -hmm. to put in a bid. The owner should be able to give him enough information, like you know, if there's 5,000 feet of sewer on this project, how many feet's been put in? Right. How much have you paid for? If he's paid for, you know, out of that 5,000, he paid for 4,000 feet, well, Luke was there and looked and like, well, I don't think that's right. You know, it looks like it's only like, you know, 2,000 feet. <laughs> right. So, you know, you, you got a thousand foot bust right there somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, you got you to figure that out. But, you know, there again, if they, if they don't want to go to the, the, the problem or the, the pain of having a server to come in and engineer to redesign it, like, hey, you know, the only way I can do this is time materials. Time materials. I'll give you my hourly rates, and this is what it'll be. Mm -hmm. We'll work till the job's done or till you yeah. run out of money. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty much where I, I, I kind of work this bid in is just uh, there. there is still some film material there that uh, and I'm just going to act like that's the, that's there's enough material there, and then any added extra material, that's, that's just going to be a change order. And right. That's going to have to pay for it. Yeah. Because um, they, they, they didn't really act like they wanted to kind of go for a go to go to do a new topo, you know, give me a new set of plans or anything. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yes. well, that's gonna be the only if you don't want to do time material, this is this is how it's gonna have to be. Yeah. Then, if that's the case, right, right. I work your budget's gone in there. It'll be a changeover. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so whatever any time extra time you know that's improved for mm -hmm. for that amount of time that's gonna have to be for the change order is what they're gonna have to pay for. It's it. not work, but you gotta be diligent. You gotta. Yeah. When you get to that point, you got to stop. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah don't let them talk again. You know, continue on. Mm -hmm. Get that in right. You know, at, at yeah. This point on, oh, yeah. X amount of dollars. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good stuff, fellas. Thank you so much. Jeff G's got a question or something. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jeff G, our engineer this evening. Yeah. 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 Sorry, man. yeah. Hey. Um, yeah. I was wondering about like the kind of the tangential risks to taking on a job over for someone else. Um, right. Let's say you took over a job and um, you weren't aware of how shoddy the work was. But that's a good point. So you did a very poor job and you're coming in afterwards. Do you <clears throat> risk putting your name on a job that someone from the yeah. outside may not realize that, oh, well, you know what, half of that job was done by, you know, these goofballs over here, LLC, and then this other half was done by... Tristar Land Solutions, but you, you risk your yeah. reputation there, or, or the opposite way. Right. If you yeah, come in and you, yeah. you, you yeah. fix it, does that give you a huge advantage? Well, it could, but the main thing is to protect yourself up front. That's a very good question, Jeff. Exactly. I'm glad you brought it up. Because, you know, like if, if they've got X amount of road that's built or building pads, I need to see their test reports. I need to make sure that they was at, you know, if it's 95% compaction, you know, if it's heart percent compaction, whatever they're requiring that job, I need to see the test reports, what they've done, because when I get done, this road's going to be mine. I've got a warranty this road for a year. I've got a warranty the building pass for a year. you got a warranty their section, too. Their section, yeah. yeah. And another thing, like on utilities, 
you know, that's, that's even more crucial than the, than the grade work. You know, if they got a bunch of water line in, a bunch of sewer line in, you got to go back and test some else's work. Mm -hmm. Yours may pass five, but when you start testing theirs, if it hasn't been tested, you may be digging up stuff and fixing stuff from here to to, to end of time. Right. Yeah, well, that's, that's where exclusions <laughs> comes in. Right. Well, you know, yeah. Where you turn yeah. your bid, yeah. and I, that's one thing that. Definitely uh, yeah. one thing that I, I included in mine. Absolutely. <laughs> Any prior work before my. But, that's, that's a very good question. I can't believe we didn't touch on it, but yes, that's a very big concern. <laughs> well, it's kind of the opposite. I was thinking like how you might use this as an advantage to develop that new relationship if you come in. But hell, if you if you come in and, and are actually able to turn the job around and make some money and move on to the next one, well, then yeah, you've developed that relationship if you get out unscathed. Right. Mean, if, you know. Well, and, and initially, long in in game. Yeah, you know, they're going to appreciate your, your hard work oh, sure. and get to the point you got to. Yeah. But when the owner has already paid for a product and they find out it's a shoddy product and now you got to go back and make repairs and it's, do work, it's it's a hard bargain to sell. I'm not sure. Because not sure. So they, they've already had this bad taste in their mouth. Yeah, from they've the already spent their money. Right. And it's now like here they go back and they spend the money on it again. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And then which it trickles down to the, to the property, I mean, to the... To the new property owners mm -hmm. because the developers they're going to take this property they're going to lease it out or sell it to someone else right well whatever cost they incur they're going to pass it on down the road to them right as a gc is there any method to protect yourself against that situation well, it's like you're talking about like exclusions and you know yeah. you got to really read through your contract and your agreement mm -hmm. you know, to make sure that they're incorporating your exclusions and stuff you know what you agreed on and you know anytime you do a contract if you can Try to always incorporate your bid proposal with your exclusions as exhibit A, B, C, D, whatever exhibits they have in there, let yours be the last one. Just get them to include your bid proposal with your exclusions as an exhibit in the contract, and then you are somewhat protected. Now, you know, you have some contractors that will send out a 300 page contract. There's no way you can go through all that amount of time, you know, and look at it. Most of it's boilerplate stuff anyway. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to look at your special conditions, you want to look at your scope of work, look at your liquidated damages, and look at, you know, anything that may pertain to the work that you're doing yourself. Now, as far as payment, insurance, you know, that type of stuff, you know, those are boilerplate. Everybody has to comply with the same thing. Uh, so, you know, just, just know your contract, know your GCs you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, once you have three or four or five GCs that you trust, I would recommend focusing on those GCs. It's okay to pick up one every now and then, but you know you need to do your research and make sure you know if they're a reputable company. You know that you can you can get paid on, and, and they're not really to you know they're not trying to take advantage of you up front. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, fellas, I appreciate it. Yes, sir. It's good knowledge. <laughs> Have a good night. See you guys. Propertydig.com.